Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Big Radio made another big acquisition in podcasting. But what does iHeart's purchase of Triton mean to podcasters who aren't hosted on Omni? And how will this move shape podcasting's tomorrow? Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Yesterday's big posting news, big posting, big, big podcasting news was that iHeartRadio would be purchasing Triton Digital for $230 million. Because that's apparently what podcasting companies do this day, buy other companies. It's been that way for a couple of years now. Crazy. Crazy. So, yes. Now, Triton Digital, if you've not heard of them, is a technology company that um, does a lot of ad tech stuff. They are they purchased a company called Omni Studio out of Australia a few years back and are a big podcast hosting company, uh, at least in the Southern Hemisphere. And a lot of people other a lot of people use them as well. I've, I've used the platform and, and like it like it quite a bit. They bought they being. Uh, iHeart bought them from Scripps, E.W. Scripps, uh, who made a tidy sum on that particular purchase because they had purchased the company some years ago and they made a nice little investment on there. Um, snarkily, yesterday I tweeted out that Scripps, by selling uh, Triton, was now getting completely out of the podcasting business so they could focus just on television shows and a spelling bee. Anyhow, so what's this mean to podcasting? iHeart's bringing this big money spreading it around, buying up this company called Omni that you might not even be hosted on. What's it mean to podcasting? Well, now that iHeart already, well, now they own Omni and they own Spreaker, two different podcast hosting platforms that are now owned by iHeartRadio. But I don't think this is really a land grab for more hosting capabilities as this is a play for better ad tech or acquisition on ad tech, podcast tech, and even audio tech. I think that's the play that we're seeing here. Because iHeart, as you know, or if you don't know, is the biggest radio conglomerate in the States, like twice the size of the closest competition. They're big. Now, I'm not getting into what this thing means to iHeart specifically because you and I are not iHeart. We're, we're podcasters. We're working podcasters. We all want to know what it means. And, and also, I don't work there. I've got no inside information about what iHeart plans on doing with the money. But I do think for when we think about all of podcasting, people like you and me, there are some serious implications that this move is going to have for us. And so I'll whip out my crystal ball and try and figure out what that actually means. And I think it means for all podcasting, we're going to see an increased reliance on tech. 
tech, not 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 tech to host podcast media files and tech to create RSS feeds. No, I mean the tech that lets podcasts, the episodes we produce, be much more dynamic, personalized, if you will, relevant to the person, if we can eventually get there, downloading the content. Really, I mean, less static, because right now we're making static content. I am making static content. This episode is contiguous from second one to second, whatever it goes to, it's the same. You're going to hear it the same way I'm hearing it, same way somebody else is going to hear it, no matter where they happen to be. But I think that's going to change with this big move, because all of these moves that are making right now to acquire this, uh, to acquire this new technology allows it to be much more dynamic so that the content changes depending on where the download happens, when the download happens, on what device the download happens. There are a lot of factors. If you've been listening to me, you know that this is coming. And I think what that's eventually going to mean is listeners, the next wave of listeners are going to start expecting the content they hear in podcasts to be relevant to them. Much more relevant than ever before which is kind of strange. That's not the way we've ever done things, but I think that's the way people start. If we do a good job, if, if they, the people that are making the dynamic content are able to do a good job with their insertion technologies and truly make an interesting experience, then listeners are going to want that. I think we'll see players, and by that I mean the media players, the, either on a device or on a web page or wherever, I think we'll see them adapt to this more dynamic style of creation so that they can put forth new things in that player for people to see or to hear or to read. So I guess see and read are kind of the same thing. So we'll see that modification maybe in the future as well. And that, I mean, I think means that your hosting company, whoever you use, even if it's not Omni, I think your hosting company, once the pressure is there from the bigger, well, from the from the big companies like iHeart and from the players, I think you'll start seeing all hosting companies, or at least most hosting companies, finally adapt to it. And then we look, need to look no further than proof to last week when Libsyn, one of the oldest, if not the oldest podcast hosting company out there, bought Oxbus and form is forming this new creation product line, whatever that means. And I don't know what it means, but I can almost guarantee you it means dynamic content is coming to a lot of Libsyn shows. Yeah. So what does it mean for you, the individual podcaster? Well, I think one thing you should be doing, if you haven't done it already, is add the iHeartRadio badge to your podcast website. I- I'm assuming your show's already listed on iHeartRadio. The reason that's going to become more important in the future, whether that's the next week or next year, is now a few thousand podcasts are hosted by iHeartRadio, and they're using technology to dynamically insert ads and generate a little bit of revenue from them from a service that is also owned by iHeartRadio. Doesn't take a lot of assumption, a lot of magical thinking to say that some of those remnant ads, if they have available inventory, might be running house ads for iHeartRadio which means more people will be exposed to the fact that iHeartRadio has podcasts on them. So when someone comes to your website, who's not a listener of podcasts, they see an iHeart button, they go, oh, 
well, maybe I should listen with that particular device. So add it up there. Now, that last bit is something I think you should share with your podcasting compadres, your friends in the podcasting space you interface with. Tell them this is one more thing you learned on podcast pontifications that they don't know because they're not yet listening. Maybe get them to listen would be awesome. And if you like the content that I just shared with you today, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and, well, you know, buy me a virtual coffee. That's what it's there for. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. No episodes for me on Friday. You can join me on the Clubhouse. We will be talking, podcast pontificating over on Clubhouse on Friday, if you like. There shall be details in the episode notes. But I shall be back on Monday with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.